a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, my G'day and welcome to Footy Talk. It's Wednesday. It's Gordon Tallis and Ben Dobbin talking all things Queensland and the four Queensland teams. Mate, that's the dilemma. I got a barrack for four teams this year now. The Dolphins are in, Broncos, Cowboys and the Mighty Titans. Well, we're going to talk about the Broncos and the off-season from hell. Is Kevy under pressure? We'll get it from one of his best mates, Gordon Tallis. I'm also going to talk about his beloved Gold Coast Titans. We're going to talk about them and also the Cowboys. Were they overachievers? That's it for Footy Talk Ooh. on a Wednesday. Gordon Tallis and Ben Dolan with you throughout the Rugby League season. Welcome to Wednesday and Footy Talk, the NRL podcast. And Gordon, tell us, I just want to start straight up. Obviously, there is a lot of negotiations going on at the moment between the Players Association and the NRL. A huge allegation made yesterday afternoon that uh, is now being investigated by Peter Volandis and Andrew Ebdo that a senior executive took in a recording device, a phone, in what was supposed to be a private meeting and was recording without the player's knowledge. Now, I understand (laughs) this is getting farcical. I get it. I understand. But Uh, Listen, don't jump in the car. Don't don't walk any streets of Sydney. I think we're getting recorded everywhere. Come on. No. There was a deal done, Gordy. Listen, listen. You would only be worried if you're getting recorded if you're saying something wrong. Well, they want to have a conversation. I get recorded for six hours every week. It doesn't worry me. So you don't care that somebody – I couldn't give a rat. Yeah, but if if you're going and negotiating – and someone records it, it's a negotiation. Who cares? Well, they're talking that this staff member, a senior NRL staff member, could oh. be sacked. Oh, I've got my phone here now. I might record you and you get sacked. Well, you think it's a storm no. in a teacup. Can you understand what the players are seeing Where as a are show we of at? disrespect? What do you mean a show of disrespect? They're the ones that are airing all the dirty laundry. I spoke about it on Monday, right? All negotiations should be behind closed doors. Sure. It doesn't help anybody. Right? And they're allowed to get and flood their social media and do that, and players are allowed to record what they want. The NRL must feel that they're cornered a little bit, and what they're putting out there in the public to what they're saying privately in a meeting is different. So I think that they want it on on a recording. If you're doing the right thing, Ben Dobbin, listen to me. If you're doing the right thing, are you, do you have any problem about being recorded? No, but there I want to say well, this, no, Gordy. No, 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 Gordy, there's, there's something more. You're one of the best to play the game, okay? Yep. The game doesn't survive without the players. And the players have come out The players don't survive without the fans. And at the moment, they're pissing the fans off, right? They go out, they dig holes all day for $30 and $40 an hour, and they see these guys as pretentious little... Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, don't they now, right? Or on this million dollars a year. But not all of them are on that. Money. They're fighting for the blokes who aren't on that. That's the thing okay, I think is... Okay, okay, mean- okay, good. Now we got to the point. Give back 200 grand. You're saying the no, elite. No, 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 no. You give back 200 grand to the guy that comes in here and pushes the buttons if you're that worried. No, I'm not doing that. There you go. Right. So it's happened at some clubs where we've all taken a pay cut and it does happen. Yeah, I right? get that. If you really like a guy, you go, take 20 off mine. Right? And like, then we've done that. If you're that worried, right, you've gone and you've negotiated your price. They've all got the money that they want. They're well paid. We were well paid. Everybody's well paid. You're playing a sport. 
What's the solution so this doesn't continue to go on? Stop playing out in the paper. So I don't have to comment, so you don't have to comment, so no one reads about it. Right, we're going to move on. Get your business done behind closed doors. Should the senior staff be sacked? Hold on. Any player that when they air their contracts, how does that end with them? Not well. When Not everybody well. knows what they're getting, it doesn't yeah. work well for you. I've been in that boat. Overpaid you this, you that. Stop it. And then they go, oh, the game doesn't survive. The game doesn't survive without our fans. Yeah, I agree. Okay, we'll move on. Now let's talk all things rugby league here in Queensland. Four rugby league teams. I want to start with the Broncos. And they're calling it the off-season from hell. I've been and watched them train. I don't think it's as bad as what it's been perturbed. We understand the issues, but the Who? big – the big what issues? The Selwyn-Cobbo issue is the big one. A player coming out and talking about a coach and saying that, to me, not only shows disrespect. Selwyn, Selwyn's – Kevy's the only coach he's had. So let's not hang on the word. The poor guy, right, yep. is a nervous kid. Yeah, I get it. I've met him. I've sat and I've had dinner with him. Where he's from probably, um, and I know all the Sherberg, Bretto, <laughs> yeah. one of the guys out there that runs all the horses and breaks them in for us. He's probably his last coach. Yeah. And under Kevy Walters, if he's a poor coach – and I'm 19 and I've gone there to the club where he's the boss and I play state of origin, I think he can coach. Bloody earth. If I put my horse in a stable and it goes and wins a golden slipper, it means because that's state of origin pretty much. Yeah. He's a pretty good trainer, isn't he? I would suspect. Well, there you go. Well, there's your answer. So don't worry about a podcast. So what happens with all these guys that have the podcast and we're on it? Right, they're not really accountable. There's these guys and they break it down and they yeah. talk yeah, for an hour and it's all this fluffy lolly stuff, right? And the players are getting conned a little bit from the podcast or trying to get more viewers. Yeah, I get by, that. By like saying that. But if it was Triple M and we asked, it'd be a totally different line. Yeah. They just cornered him. Talk to me about this. Kevin Walters, if you look at the club and what he's done, he inherited a side that was a wooden spoon side. What, 14th and 9th. They've improved. Out of sight. Yep. They will make the eight. In my opinion, they yep. make the eight this should. year. Should. Yeah, yep. should make the eight. Yep. Why don't Broncos just put it to bed and give him the extension that he needs prior. He needs that extension. He's off contract at the end of the year. Why aren't the Broncos, and I don't understand it, any coach, it doesn't matter what contract you have, if you're not getting results, you're going to get sacked. It doesn't matter if it's a two, three, four, five. We saw that with Anthony Seabold at Brisbane. He still had three years to run. you got to realise with the Broncos is Anthony Seabold got sacked. I think he got an outgoing press conference, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Kevy Walters comes in. Yeah. Didn't even have a shirt for him. He had to go buy his own shirt. <laughs> I'll remember that day. So that's where the club's at, at supporting this guy. That there's my opinion. If I'm the CEO of that club, I come out and I stand behind my coach. And that is in a contract. That's a two-year deal for a contract. I just, no, no, I just come out and I stand and I and all that white noise is there. Do you want it around? No, not going into a season that's so important. Let's look at their side at this moment. Now, they're obviously, they're going to have Reese Walsh start this week in this trial. He'll start. Payne Huss will come back in. Um, you'll see Katoni Staggs play and Ezra Mann, but no Adam Reynolds this week. Is that the right decision, despite the fact that Walsh and that... It's a trial. Yeah, but it's they a, haven't got combinations, you know, or is that what the preseason is about? Preseasons, if you have any niggles, blokes need fitness, blokes need more game time yep. than other guys. You know, you're pretty much playing for spots, I suppose. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, then there's some young kids jostling for a spot. They know what one guy can do, so they give another guy an opportunity. Combinations, it's that training that you really work on it. Yeah. You know, I know that it's a benefit if you play trials, but if someone's a little bit underdone and not where they should be, you certainly don't throw them out there in a trial match. Do you like the Marty DePau acquisition? 
Yeah, I, I think any time you get a quality player, I think Marty Tapao at his best, he's got he's so strong in contact. He's got a really good offload. It's totally different to what they have now. Like at the moment, they got stats players, as in yeah. Payne Hassel run off and he has all these meters. But the blokes around him don't don't yeah. get the benefit because he's got to stop sometimes and offload and sure. you know play a bit more of a team role. I think Marty's older and maybe can you know pass that on to the Paddy Carrigans and the Payne Hassel. Anytime you have someone. With that much experience coming to your organisation, he's certainly going to help. One bloke I will talk about and quickly, and we'll move on from the Bronx. They're obviously taking on the Titans on Sunday night. That's Tristan Saylor. I saw his trial against Wynnum. And look, we know his dad. He's, yeah. fr- he's yeah, a great yeah. friend. He's a teammate of yours. Terribly proud of this young kid, of what he's been through, yeah. to come through the other side. And he will get a dev contract at Brisbane. He will be a part of Brisbane this year. It might be a development contract. I don't think he makes the top 30, but he's got something to offer this club. Yeah, and then I sat out a year of footy, right? And I was more advanced than what Tristan was at his stage. So to sit out two years and to get back into the game and to be where he's at and he's coming to a new club and I've known Tristan since he was born and he's a great young kid and it's great to see I just love when you see a family name play and when yep. it's a Sailor or a Johns or whoever um, is out there in the game or even, you know, Kevy and Billy Walters. Well, they've got I a Sailor that, and a Walters playing you know, this and weekend. And Cartwrights and all yeah. that. Like, then that's what I love. And Tristan's got a lot of talent and I watched him play at the Dragons and, you know, he's just got to get a bit more game time and get back into the rhythm that what he was before he had a couple of years off. Big raps Broncos obviously are going to be watched and we'll talk about them on a weekly basis. Let's start with the new team, the 17th side in, and that is... The Dolphins. I'm going to yeah. say this now. I, I think the Dolphins have been treated poorly. By from, who? Well, I don't think the 18 months that they've had to get their house in order is enough. And I think they've done an unbelievable job in getting to this point today. But I think... They've had enough time. No they way. Went, okay. They, uh, they went for Tino. They went for Fafita. They went for Harry Grant. They went for Munster. They've gone for Kalen Ponga. They only had thirty percent. They only had thirty percent of the cap to chase. Thirty percent of the players to go after. How much more time do they want? Why can't they get some dispensation? So they got five Melbourne players. So how much more time did they want to get their roster together? Okay, I'm pretty sure that there's other guys that they went and asked as well. The thing is making a roster, you know, and the Raiders are going for for feeder now. Sometimes you don't get who you want. Yeah, but Gordy. Let's be honest about this. Everybody, it's tribal, Dobbo. Are you going to let your players go? Look at a rival code. And when a rival code goes to expansion, they get dispensation on salary cap. They get relief for housing for that. They're yeah. outside the cap. So why wouldn't the NRL, I've in this instance gone, right, we want the Dolphins to work. They're going to work regardless. I think they okay. knew that they were in a yeah. while ago. So, and they got Wayne Bennett, one of the most experienced guys, and yeah. he knows what to do. And then the managers were overinflating their players. Yeah. And then he could have buggered that club for life. He didn't. He was patient and he paid the right price for the players that wanted to come for the right reasons. So Wayne Bennett's put that club first. So in the future, if you've known Redcliffe and if, you're, and if you've got anything to do with rugby league, my kids have played against Redcliffe from a young age. They're a really well-run club. They've got a lot of talent coming through. So all they need is a buffer of a couple of years before their talent keeps on rolling through. They've got a great nursery. Yeah. They've been in Gladstone. They've been in Rockhampton for a couple of years. I go up there with the Pricity Finance. We've sponsored the game for four years, like the Capra game. Yeah, yeah. The Dolphins have been up there every year. Everybody's got Dolphins gear on. They're in the community. So the next guy that comes from that area where there's a Gary Larson sure. and a Heathering Cameron and, Munster. And where, Munster their and identification. So now they yeah. know that the Dolphins is a genuine... Well, chance of getting they're five years option. away from having real success, and I mean that genuinely. Like, the they're Broncos have... didn't get success for five years. They had every talented player in the world. They had a state of origin team. So what's a pass mark for you for the Dolphins this year? 
I think if they're competitive in every game and they've picked a competitive side, so what they've got, of, if I look at it and I ball them down, they're super competitive. Kafusi's competitive, the Bromwich boys. So they've got these old guys and, yeah, they're getting a bit old and the motivation's going to be that they're going to get bagged every week and they're not yeah, good sure. enough. But I think they're a real competitive forward pack. The points are going to be a problem, but that's why they went for Harry Grant, they went for Carlin Ponga, they went for Munster. They miss out on those three. But they just got to work on their young kids now. Well, their forward pack at the moment, in my opinion, looks like Jesse Bromwich, Jeremy Marshall King and Nichols in the front row. Kenny Bromwich, Felice Kafusi, and Tom Gilbert. And off the bench, you'd have Cody Nicarima, Ewan Aiken, Jared Wallace, Ray Stone. And, I mean, you've still got Herman Essiesi there on the bench. Their back line, the Hammer, Edric Lee, Brenko Lee, Tessie New and Jermaine Azarko and Milford and O'Sullivan. But there's a couple of really good – Jack Bostock, who they've got huge reps on. I think he's playing in the trial – they talk, and Wayne has said he's very – and this absolute Goliath that Valance Tavare, who is – he's a wrecking ball from Waikato. He's like a bit of checker plate, and he's like a Talakai. Um, yeah. He's like, and they've got he's huge – Is that the guy with the big mouth? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah like, he just looks <laughs> Got him like Talakai. Yeah. Did they sign him on like a Woolworths <laughs> bonus deal where he gets like a thousand dollars? He just loves it, mate. Is that on the salary cap, how much food he eats? I'm not sure. He can go on a red cliff any time he wants and eats. Pass mark for the Dolphins uh, as oh, yeah. competitive. You're not going to put a, a ladder ranking on it? Oh. I don't think they get the spoon. There you go. I don't think no, they get the spoon. I think if they win eight to ten games, that's a part. Yeah. You're, like, you're like, I really do because of the players that they've missed out on, but they're in that. So I don't think that they've been hard done by. Hey, g'day, it's Dobbo Gordy here, Wednesday Footy Talk, uh, the podcast talking all things NRL. We're going to take a break, come back, and unpack the Cowboys and the Titans. Now, let's unpack your favourites. Ah, the Titans. And there's a big, big question mark on these boys. Why? Because, mate. So now the two Red years ago they made the semifinals. By. No, no, Redcliffe are hard done by, but Gold Coast aren't. Two years ago they made the semifinals. Is that correct? Yes, they did. Played then the last Roosters. year, then Unlucky. last year, then the last Patrick year. Patrick Herbert passes. They go to week two. Let's not let's not bring that up. They've gone and done a really good recruitment in the sense of getting Sam Verrills and Kieran Foran. Yeah. No two ways about it. But if they do not make the eight this year, is it time to look at the coach? No, I don't think so. I, I, Defensively, they've got to improve, and they've done well, the right thing with Dallas Johnson and Brett White. There's no two ways about it. They've yeah, gone and got so the like right they're, assistance. Listen, they're, they're, it's a very intelligent organisation, right, that had to work at grassroots. So when you talk about something, they had no young kids coming through. So then that's been their yeah. focus the last couple of years. And they've done a great job. The guys like the Payne Hats that were all sitting underneath Kibra, their nose. Palm Beach, And Marsden, they're all coming down yep. and playing at other clubs. So then they worked really hard on their juniors about building a community that are proud of their club. Now – it's the footy side. So the Verils and the Kieran Foran. And they did back their youth, like Penrith did a couple of years ago, but they just didn't quite step up. So that's why Foran has come in Verils. So they keep on adding to their footy side, but they're just not panicking. And I like it. And you know what? I've spoken to a couple of coaches and it was about Justin and they said, the Titans are in the right track. I want to go coach. And these are guys that have coached for a long yeah. time because they've stuck up for their coach. They don't just keep on chopping and changing. So when you go there and you look at a Brad Arthur that's had 10 years and everybody's called for his head on a number of times, they've been in a top four, what, the last five years? Yeah. And they made a grand final. And do they have the side to win a grand final? Debatable. Not really, aren't they? No. So, yeah. but what he's done is he's made them overachieve. And then we go, oh, well, do they win a grand? No, they don't have the Roosters and they don't have Panthers roster. So they're not the best team in the comp. And Brad Arthur, week in, week out, gets them to compete. 
And that's so where would ask. you like to see, as the Titans are top eight side? I want to see all Queensland teams in a top four. Yeah, but let's be realistic. They're not going to be. I want Titans to be in a top eight. Absolutely. I want the Gold Coast to be successful. Absolutely. Okay. The Toby Sexton experiment last year yep. would look from the outside like it hasn't worked. They've got Tanner Boyd, who they're talking is going to be, and the, the talk is the, he's had an amazing preseason. Well, now there's competition. So yep. it was left on Toby and Tanner Boyd and yep. then AJ Brimson, who's a fullback. So they've shifted AJ back fighter. to fullback. Well, but, it, may, it could still be Campbell there um, as well. Yeah. Jaden Campbell. So who knows? But now they've got options. And so now they've got a little bit of depth in the half. And Kieran Foran, having a guy with that much experience there, yeah. and his body's held up unbelievable. I think they went yeah. and got the trainer that kept him on the field at yeah. Manly. Yeah. So the Titans are making some great decisions. They've got they an unbelievable need, forward pack. They just pack. need to win games of footy. They've got a great forward pack. What about this for a forward pack? Mo Fortuaka, Verrills and Tino up front. And then you've got Fafita, Bo Firma and Aaron Clark potentially has you start. Aaron Clark at 13 was unbelievable. Can I tell you something? Aaron Clark's a dark horse of the competition next year. You like him that much? We saw him play 13 last year when we went down there late in the season and we were astounded by how good he was. Well, I mean, mate, the bench it's like with a Brandon Simpson, Smith type of role. Jamin Jolliffe, Isaac Liu, like they've got yeah. some depth there. Their back line at the moment to me looks like Tanner Boyd, Foran, Brimson at fullback, Philip Sami, Aaron Shoup, uh, Patrick Herbert and Jojo Fafita. So it's a capable side. It's a capable side. Yeah. They've just got to, as you say, so win So when games. you have us come and Dobbo, the expert? I'm not. No, no, no. No, no. Come on, throw no, us under the bus now. No, I'm not doing that. I'll wait. Oh, I'm going to hold okay. my judgment no, for no. six weeks. Oh, my God. You're supposed to be the expert. Where are they coming now? I think if they can defend, there's no, no, never no, been a problem. There's no ifs. Where do they They'll come? They'll be around 9, 8, 7, somewhere there. Well, you can't even answer it. 9, I'm 8, not 7, convinced, 6, 5, I'm not 4, convinced 3, they 2, make 1, the 8. I'm off. not convinced they make the 8. No, I'm not. There you go. You heard it first. Did the Cowboys overachieve in 2022? Yes, absolutely. Can they match that again in 23? Well, everybody knows you're coming. It's a bit like when you win the grand final. Everybody starts working you out and there's no doubt that every coach, because, you know, when someone gets a cold here, everybody sneezes. So they follow what they do. So, you know, with Penrith and Melbourne and now the Cowboys, you know, defending and playing the way they do, well, there'd be a lot more of an off-season of, assistant coaches and coaches sitting down and breaking down the way the Cowboys play. So then you'd steal their good ideas and then you start defending it. So sure. uh, it's how the Cowboys improved on what they did last year because the competition does improve because I watched the way Brisbane did and Brisbane were going fantastic and the competition improved in the last five weeks of the competition. Sure. The Titans made the eight. The competition jumped. The Titans made the eight on a losing percentage. Sure. Next year, Brisbane win like four more games and don't, don't make, make the eight. So the competition's much, improved. So that's how much the good sides are improving. But if you look at the Cowboys side, and they finished third in 2022. And, and I mean, it, Drinkwater at fullback, he's been a revelation. You've got Felty, Val Holmes, Hiku and, and Tuolungi. Yep. The halves didn't play Origin. Townsend's an out-and-out -out premiership yep. player and he's done Well, it. he was in the Origin squad yep, as, well. as well. Yep. So premiership then you've got Reese Robson, who I think will be the New South Wales Nine this year, you know, like he's sorry, he's Damian gonna, Cook. No, I'm being honest. I think no, it's going to be a battle Damian between. Yeah. Sorry, Happy Coruscant. Well, I just think that Reese Robinson's next in line. McLean <laughs> and Ruben Cotter, Helam Lukey, Jeremy and Nanai, and Jason Tomalola. They've got a good. They are stacked. Like I mean, so well they finished third. So yeah. basically, they were sort of floundering. Like when you lose a great player like Jonathan Thurston, sure, and then Michael Morgan was the next one to take yeah. over, then he retires. 
from injury because his shoulders or whatever it was, his hamstring or he got sunburn or magnetic oil, and I don't know what more go. <laughs> shoulder up or, the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's and, skiing in Japan at the yeah. moment, so it's come good. I can say it because I used to be the ball boy when Morgo's old man used to play. So so then they lost another dominant player that when Thurston was out and Matt Scott, Tamalalo and Morgan took him to the grand final against sure. Melbourne. So yeah. he was about to take that next step and then he, you know, has to retire. Then along comes Townsend and Tommy Dearden. And then they make the finals again. So it comes down to their nine, seven, six, and one. And they were really good last year, but they've got to improve again. Dolphins take on Cowboys in the first trial on Sunday. Then the Broncos will take on the Titans. It's early. Which team do you like from the preseason? And I know you don't study it, but you've watched and you've kept well, you and you've got spoken to, go to the Cowboys. To, you like the Cowboys so far. Well, you've got to go to the side that finished on top last year. Yeah. Why should they go backwards? I don't think any club looks to go backwards. So someone's got to improve to go past sure. you. I think that the four Queensland teams would have improved. I think Kevy would have improved. Yep. You know, with Reese Welsh at the back, I think that he's a outstanding player and it's a and it's a great buffer yep. for like Reynolds and Mam. So and then the nine's got to be sort of nailed down over the trials and the opening rounds, and then they get that combination ticking over. Yeah, I like it. Now, look, this is Footy Talk, the Wednesday Queensland podcast, but through the week, we've got some absolute legends. And you heard Emma Lawrence and Gordy on Monday. Yesterday, you had Maroon and Aaron Woods and Wayne Graham. Today, it's the Bull and myself. And then tomorrow, Making his debut on the Footy Talk podcast, we've got Danny Wildler, Michael Chamis, and Adam Peacock. Now, they're going to unpack all the big journalist issues. That's good. Yeah, yep. So That'll be a must-listen to. That's that tomorrow. Show. And then Friday, Greg Inglis, James Graham, and Connor Watson, the players are in. And that is the Footy Talk podcast. Gordy? Jimmy Graham doesn't need another Mate, job. we've got to unpack. We Mate, will unpack James Graham, and I can tell Mate, you what. I work with him, right? Yeah. The shorts and the shirt, it's some the merchandise from him, so yeah. I could be wearing it now Mate, to promote him. He's nothing. We've seen nothing. James Graham's nothing. Nothing. He's a proper Mate, scouser, mate. I tell they you are what. Tight. I tell you what. You and I are on the same page about this mate. because you know, and we work with him in other programs as well, Where's and he Jimmy plays Graham? the battler tag. Jimmy, this battler right, tag. Every rugby league player, as you can tell by the CBA, we want everything for free, right? We want everything. But you've Where's taken it too gear? far. You have Where's taken it way gear? too far. 5XL for Dobbo, <laughs> and I'm slimming up, mate. Maybe XL for me. I'm trimming. Hey, that's the footy talk. <laughs> that's the footy talk on the list of podcasts. We'll see you next Wednesday. 